Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Before we start, can we remind everyone to please mute your phones? Please mute your phones. Thank you. Thank you. We say good morning to each of you. Thank you for joining the prayer call this morning. We welcome you in the name of the Lord. Amen. The heavens are pouring out rain in beautiful California. It is raining outside, and we're loving every minute of it, but even more so than in the natural. I believe that it's raining in the spirit. God is replenishing. Father God is sending his refreshing as only he can do. Amen. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Hallelujah. I hear it. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Hallelujah. He is hydrating the earth and he is hydrating every thirsty soul. Every drought area, I believe, is being satisfied with the sweet living water from heaven. Amen, amen. Well, without further ado, let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator today. We bless and honor our leaders, Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you. We bless and greet our devotion leader this morning, Sister Victoria Wimberly. Good morning, Sister Victoria. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. Praise God. We got another opportunity this morning. Amen, amen. Another opportunity. Hallelujah. And we bless and thank God for our prayer leader this morning, Minister Helena Marti. Good morning, Minister Helena. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm doing well. Thank you. Amen, amen. You sound well. (laughs) Hallelujah. All right, let's go before Father God together in unity where he commands the blessing. Father, we just thank you. Thank you, Father, for your living water, your Holy Spirit, Father. Thank you, Father. We bless you in the name of the Lord just for who you are. We thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you redeemed us from the hands of the enemy. We thank you. As Sister Victoria said, for another opportunity to be better. We thank you for another opportunity to worship, to praise you, together in unity, to hear what you want to speak to us. We thank you for another opportunity to pray, to intercede on behalf of someone else, We thank you, Father, for another opportunity to be here in the earth to fulfill our purpose. Father, thank you. 
Father, may we satisfy your heart this morning. Hallelujah. As your rain flows from heaven, Father, we thank you and ask, dear God, that you will shower your abundance on Sister Victoria as she brings forth a devotion this morning. Father, as your rain falls from heaven, let it shower on Minister Helena as she prays by your spirit this morning. We yield to you, and we say, Father, let it rain, let it flow, let your spirit refresh, cultivate, and to do what you want to do this morning in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Father. We hear the sound of the abundance of rain, and we yield to your spirit to receive your refreshing. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Victoria, we're ready for you. Praise God. Thank you. Just thank you once again, Sister Charlene. Good morning to everyone that is on the line this morning. This is another grateful day. We can start our day early in the morning as we have arose, and first and foremost because God allowed us to arise this morning. So we thank him this morning for giving us one more opportunity to get it right. So this morning I want to talk with you because we know that the early risers that jump on this line, we know that they're seeking out a new devotion because we know that the devotion is a word of encouragement to get through the day, to get through the test, to get through anything that may, coming, that may be coming towards them, to challenge them. But we know that the purpose of everyone getting up to hear the devotion is to get another, another word from God for inspiration. So this morning, I want to talk with you this morning from 1 Peter 1, 24 to 25 and Isaiah 40 and 8, where, the, where God's living word says, roses fade, but when we receive his glory, we will never fade. That's a word in itself this morning. Praise God. So this morning, we're getting up based upon 1 Thessalonians five sixteen to 18, where the word says, rejoice always. Pray continually, giving thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you, for myself, and for all of us. And out of Matthew 21 to 20 and 22, the word says, if you believe, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Our God is a mighty God, and we all know that. That's why we've arisen this morning to hear the devotion. So, Lord, we're coming to you this morning, having a blood right to do so, because we are your children in the kingdom. We stand upon your living word. We stand upon the rock of salvation, knowing that we trust you and only you, and no other God will we serve. We come to you this morning, O oh Lord, together with a prayer in our hearts, because you did it once, Father God, and we already know that you will do it again. And yes, Lord, we are a grateful people. See, God's word says in Psalms 5 and 3 that in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning 
we lay our prayers unto you before you, and we wait expectantly for the manifestation of that word. See, one of the things I thought about as I was doing a devotion for you, and I was asking God to speak to me so that I could speak through you, that when God wakes you up and or, has God ever woken you up at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning? When he wakes you up, are you using that time to sit, to lay down, or to stand and pray? Have you thought or questioned Is God working on something on my behalf? Praise the Lord. Are you positioning yourself? What is it that he is doing in your life that he needs your participation at 3 a.m.? Sometimes you will find that when he's waking you up, when you're praying, you're not only praying for yourself, but God knows that there is someone that has a need out there in the kingdom somewhere. It doesn't matter if it's on the corner down the street, another state, for Ukraine, even for Germany and Russia. God is using you as the instrument to be able to pray and to speak something into the air so that it can get done. He's using you as the instrument, but he's still got you on his mind. See, our God is a funny God. We speak, and when he hears our desires, he will see how committed we are to do what we have spoken into the air. So when you're praying for someone else, God is looking to see what your assignment is so that you will get the blessing that you are seeking God to do for you. Many a days God has awakened me early in the morning. I don't want to get up. I don't want to move. I don't want to do anything, but just roll over and go back to sleep. And I may have tossed and turned and couldn't get back to sleep. However, I realize that God is working out something on my behalf, and I need to be praying in hopes of being grateful that I didn't miss the mark by not praying and not not paying attention to what God is asking me to do. See, I've made sure that I was in position, and I'm hoping that you have when he's called you out to wake out, wake up early in the morning. So I've gotten up and I've prayed, not knowing what to pray, but to pray. And many a times while I'm praying, he'll tell me to speak in tongues, speak in tongues, not knowing why, but when I'm praying to keep the enemy out and to keep the enemy confused while I'm praying in, in, in tongues so that my prayer doesn't get hindered and so that God can do and send forth the angels to do what they need to do on behalf of me, behalf of you, and behalf of anyone else in this world that only he created out of Genesis. So have you positioned yourself when he's awakened you, or are you pulling the covers up over and attempting to go back to sleep and missing your mark? So again, First Peter 1, 24 to 25 says, For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is as a flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower, therefore, thereof falleth away, because it's not manicured, in short, cared for. First Peter 1 and 25 says, But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you through our shepherd of new destiny. The word glory is used 148 times in the Old Testament. 
the glory of God has multiple meanings in the scriptures. It could, be, it could refer to the display of his magnificence. It could also mean praise and honor and also can mean to manifest the power of the Holy Spirit and God's glory will step in and step out to do the comfort that you may need. So you must dare to do the impossible, putting your trust in Jesus Christ, or our faith must be put to work. We must promote unity in the body of Christ and shun divisive activities. What about the weight of God's glory? Glory is the weightiness and the heaviness of God. He is intrinsically valuable and essential to all functions of a meaningful life for all of us. His glory in us is manifested through our faith in him and substantiated through testing and trial and gives our lives the substance and value we all crave and look for. Isaiah 60 and 1 says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Romans 8 and 28 says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. And then finally, 1 Corinthians 10 and 31 says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So what is the meaning of the glory of God? Glory is used to describe the manifestation of God's presence as perceived by humans according to the Arabic religions. So just know and trust that no matter what it looks like, when we receive his glory, we will never fade because God is instilling in us the power that he has through us, through every organ, through every tissue, every word spoken, and every action that we do. So when 3 a.m. comes and you wake up all of a sudden, jump up. You got an assignment. Speak in the tongues to hinder the enemy from knowing what you're praying. And just know that whatever you're doing for someone else, being the instrument that God is using, he will be a blessing unto you no matter what it is and whatever he's heard you to speak out loud and write it down to make it plain. So I've prayed this morning that I've been able to bless you with something in your spirit for something to think about today because our God is faithful and our God is awesome. And God, we give you the highest praise this morning for hearing those words that have been spoken into the air because, God, we know that you're an awesome God and you have all the power to do all things. We love you, we praise you, and we honor you today in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. And we all say amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Victoria. The grass dries, it withers, and the flowers will fall off. But the word of the Lord endures forever. Are you allowing the living word, the living water from heaven to nourish your spirit and soul? Do all to the glory of God. Because his word stands forever. Amen. The word of the Lord endures forever. Now let's stand in agreement and believe in faith together with Minister Helena as she leads us in prayer. 
praying the prayer request that we've received. Minister Helena, we're ready for you. Thank you, Sister Charlene. We thank God for his mercy. We thank him for his love. We thank him for being our father. And we thank him for always being there. Hebrews 4.16 says that we should come boldly to the throne of grace so we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And we always go boldly because we do believe to find grace. And we do believe to find the unmerited favor. So, Father God, we thank you so much. This morning we're coming straight to the throne room because we know we will see you there. We know you are expecting us. We have a praise report from Paul Walker. He said, Hallelujah, New Destiny family. The Lord came through for my uncle, Joseph Evans. He overcame his infection and the pneumonia, and now he's out of the hospital. And so he wants us to thank God for what he has done. The Bible said that ten men called to him, Jesus, Master, please help us. And he told them to go and show themselves to their priests. And on their way, they were healed. And one came back to Jesus to praise him in a loud voice, thank him. And so this morning together, we are all bowing down and we say hallelujah be to the only, only one God. We are saying thank you, God, for what you have done for Joseph Evans. And we thank you for what you are about to do for so many other people. And one thing that he said was that, you know, that I, I believe someone on this call would benefit. One thing that God said was, you were healed because you believe. And so it's all depend on the belief system that you have. So let us believe. Anytime we put something on God's hand, let's believe that it is done in the mighty name of Jesus. So thank you so much, Mr. Walker, for, for sharing this wonderful testimony with us. The second request was from Dolores Jackson requesting salvation prayer for Bobby Jackson and their son. Father God, we know that no one can come to Jesus unless the Father draws them. We ask this morning that you draw Bobby Jackson to your son, that he may know you personally and spend some time with you, more upon his heart to accept, to accept the truth of Christ. Overwhelm him and the entire family with the reality of your love, Father God, your word says that godly sorrow brings repentance, which leads to salvation and leaves no regret. Only you can open Bobby's eyes to the reality. And so we ask that you do what you do best, Father God. As we pray for this family this morning, please prepare his heart. Prepare his heart. So as the wife speaks to him, Father God, he will hear it. Anyone that approaches him and speak your word, he will hear it because his heart is ready. Thank you for all that you are about to do for the Jackson's family. Another request from Donna Puckett. Prayer for her son who left 
for U.S. Army training at Oklahoma, and she's asking for prayers for strength, wisdom, courage, and safety. And she also wants us to pray for all the maids that are going through the training. Father God, we are asking for divine protection upon this young man. We know that you are the mighty God. Your might, no one can withstand, Father God. So fill them with your light and with your hope. Give the strength when they are weak, Father God. Wrap your love around them when they feel forsaken. Encourage them, dear Lord. Be with them when they are afraid. Provide them with your divine wisdom when they feel foolish. Comfort them when they feel alone. We pray hope over him in the mighty name of Jesus. When he feels rejected, Father God, you give him hope. May your peace that surpasses all understanding guard his heart and his mind in the mighty name of Jesus. We know that your divine protection will be around him and nothing, nothing will affect him because we have prayed this morning. Another request that came from Christopher Houston, he has this urgency. I sense the urgency when I read the request that we should pray for our bishop and his family. And so we thank God. We thank God that, as Sister Victoria said, when the Spirit urges you to get up and pray, you do so. It's a commandment. So we thank you, Christopher Houston, for bringing this to uh, the prayer line. Father God, we thank you for your divine protection upon our bishop and his entire family. We ask that let your angels always surround his location, Father God, his residence. Let the angels always, the ones that you've already assigned before they were even born. We are calling, calling unto them to stand on each corner of their household in the mighty name of Jesus. Deliver all of them from their troubles, problems, circumstances, and any situations that they may face. You are their almighty deliverer. Keep all of them in good health. We rebuke any sickness, diseases, any spirit of infirmity that is planning to come against them in the mighty name of Jesus. We command every demonic, evil, unclean spirit, anything of that nature, Anything that is not in alignment with what you have already declared upon him and then upon his family, we come against that this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare that no weapon, no weapon that is formed against him, against his family, against anything concerning him shall prosper. And every tongue, any conspiracy, that anyone is going to speak against him, Father God. We are declaring that that will be condemned in the mighty name of Jesus. We are expecting good thoughts, good good um, testimony from the community that will come forth in the mighty name of Jesus. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. So, Father God, continue to use them. Continue to use him as a vessel in this community. Continue to use him to expand your work 
in the kingdom on earth in this community, in Contra Costa County, in Alameda County, and more counties that you have already aligned for him to walk through. We thank you so much. Continue to prosper him in his finances, Father God. May he lack nothing in the name of Jesus. And may your favor surround him, the favor, the unmerited favor, may that surround him this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Increase him in spiritual knowledge and understanding and wisdom. May he be more intimate in the relationship with you. We thank you for blessing him, and we thank you for perfecting everything concerning him this morning. Yes, everything, including us. We know that all his members concerns him. So perfect as you are perfecting the entire family, we know that you will perfect every single person that calls themselves members and new testament. And so we thank you for quickening, quickening Christopher Houston to bring this prayer to this line because there are some perfections that needs to be done. Thank you so much for receiving these prayers in the throne room. And we do believe and have confidence that each and every one of them will come to pass in this land of the living. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed this morning. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister Helena. And Father, we thank you for the good report, the praise report from Brother Walker. According to Matthews 18 and 19, we agree here on earth as touching with Minister Helena. So we know that what she has asked this morning shall be done for us by Father God. And we thank you, Father, for every praise report. Jesus, be glorified in every request that has been ushered up to Father God this morning. Sister Victoria, we want to swing back to you to see if you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning. Thank you, Sister Charlene, and praise God for the works of God and it's being manifested and shown through prayer. However, yes, I do have something I would just like to leave with everyone. I would just for like for you to remember, there are six ways that you can put God's glory on display. Six ways. You can confess sin. You can forgive others. You can trust God. You can produce fruit. And you can give thanks and pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Victoria. We appreciate, love, and honor our bishop and first lady. And before we close out this morning, we want to know if there's anything that you'd like to impart to us this morning. Good morning, Sister Charlene, and good morning to uh, everyone's on the line, Sister Victoria, Minister Helena. Uh, it's always good to be with you all. Uh, number one, I want to say, uh, Minister Helena, thank you so much. <clears throat> for your prayers and for the person who sent in the prayer request saying, pray for me and my family. I appreciate that. I covered all prayers. I'm not turning down a prayer. I think that's why a lot of pastors fall um, and, you know, they suffer all kind of attacks and stuff because they don't have intercessors praying for them. Uh, it is desperately needed. And especially, I believe, where we're headed, uh, 
whenever, you know, God is really, if I can say it this way, blessing the ministry with growth and highlighting your church or whatever, um, I believe you, you're, you're at a vulnerable place because now uh, you're causing a lot of activity for the kingdom of God and it gets the enemy's attention. Just like uh, uh, when Satan attacked Job. You know, so thank you so much for your prayers. And we thank Sister Victoria for our time and um, devotion this morning. You know, it's interesting that uh, from 1 Peter 1, uh, she did 24, 25, but if you went to 23, uh, Peter talks about being born again of an uncorruptible seed. He's talking about the regenerated process. And it's through the regenerated process, Peter now arrives at verse 24. And he says, as the scripture says, people are like grass. Their beauty, and I like this New Living Translation because it used the word beauty, is like a flower in a field. And the grass withered and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. Now, that word began in verse 23, where it says, For you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever, because it comes from the eternal living word of God. So it's making reference to that seed, the word of God, that liveth and abideth forever. And so one of the things as believers we have to always do is nurture the word that God has placed in you. Water it so it can grow and it can mature. It gives reference to flowers and grass. It, it calls it beauty, but what it's talking about is glory. Solomon pins in Ecclesiastes 3, in verse 11, he says, He has made everything beautiful. There's that word again. He's made everything beautiful in his time. What is he talking about? Everything will reach a height of glory. Everything. Whether it's um, an animal, whether it's uh, seed that produces grass or flowers or trees, on down to mankind. So everything will become beautiful in this time. Everything will reach the height of glory. But glory is not the beginning of a thing. Glory is the end of a thing. But when you understand that, our beauty and our glory is a little different. I say a lot different. Let me say a lot different. Because of the uncorruptible seed. Unlike the flower or the lily, the lilies of the field or the grass, when it reaches its height of glory, like the rose bush, when it reaches its height of glory, its next phase is death. 
well, the born-again child of God. And this should give us so much hope. When we reach the height of glory, here it is, our lives, the Scripture says, remains forever. We move over to life eternal. And, you know, this is, this is key to give every child of God hope. And we're to live our best life now. You don't wait to start living your best life. You start living your best life now. And you start letting the Holy Spirit deal with you, deal with you now. Because that's what we're on. We're, you know, if you start talking about after the resurrection, then after the resurrection, after the resurrection, we're now on the road to Pentecost because Jesus, after the resurrection during this time period that we're in right now, Jesus spends 40 days with his disciples. 40 days, you know, the children of Israel were in 40 years in the wilderness. You look up 40, it means probation. Um, and I can go on and on about that. But Jesus spent 40 days with his disciples. Then he ascends. So now we see the ascension. And he ascends in his in his in the process of ascending, he gives gifts to men. That's how we receive our individual giftings. You can't choose a gift. God Jesus gave you a gift based upon your capacity. And then God gives an equal measure of grace for the proficiency of the gift. So in other words, for the gift to work, reach its full potential. And once Jesus ascended, he now sends the Holy Spirit into the hearts of men. And the Holy Spirit is now here. That's the dispensation we're in, which I call the third dispensation. We're in the dis that dispensation where now God's in us. He's in us. Why? helping us fulfill the mandate that is on our life. Because I don't believe, I believe, I don't think we can do it without him being in us. I don't think we can fulfill it. He's there to lead us and guide us into all truth. And so, as Sister Victoria said, spend time with um, the Lord, praying in the Spirit. Spend time in the Holy Ghost. You know, it's good to... Um, Pray in the spirit while the um, the whoever's doing the prayer request, whichever person that's chosen to do the prayer request, is good while they're doing those prayer requests to pray over in the spirit. Because when you're praying in the spirit, I want you to remember this. You're praying the perfect prayer. When you're allowing the spirit of God to pray through you, you're praying truth. You're praying about things, you know, you know, you can be praying about the war in Ukraine. You can be praying for presidents, world leaders, situations and circumstances to push back darkness. And that's that's the beauty behind praying in the spirit. We're praying the perfect prayer, and we're praying in line with the will of God. Before um, I let you go, uh, I would like to uh, invite uh, every person who believes believe they're called to leadership, believe they're called to leadership in our ministry, 
or believe you're called to leadership in the occupation in which you work in, you know, on your job. You're called to leadership. You're called to lead. I want to invite you to our leadership sessions um, this weekend. We've, we've done this especially for you all, especially for our church. There's a couple other churches going to be joining us because they heard we were doing it and said they want to be a part of it. And so uh, we're inviting you this Saturday. It Continental Breakfast, I believe, starts at 8, and then we have a workshop at 9, and then we'll take a break, and then we have another workshop, and we'll try to get you out as close to 11 as possible, okay? So I wanted to give you that personal invitation, and I'm um, looking forward to seeing you all uh, this Saturday um, in leadership. God bless you, Sister Charlene. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop. Please remember to send your prayer requests and send them into www.newdestiny.online. And from the homepage, click Connect. Then scroll down to Prayer Requests and do your requests. We love to pray. We have been called to pray without ceasing. Remember to join us on the prayer call. Tuesday through Thursday at 5 a.m. And on Saturdays, corporate prayer, we are on campus, on campus, and we're also live streaming. This Saturday, we will be at the Pittsburgh campus. Again, this Saturday, we will be at the Pittsburgh campus, 7 a.m. for prayer, and leadership will follow after prayer. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Lady Adrienne, Sister Victoria, Minister Helena, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. We invite you to invite others to the call next week as we stand together in agreement, praying ye one for another. Now let's go in prayer together again before we close out. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word this morning. Father, we decree and declare that your word endures forever. Father, I pray for every caller. Father, bless them. Father, keep them. Protect them. According to Matthew 5 and 16, I declare that their light shines before men, that men may see the good works and glorify you, Father, in heaven. Let the world see See you, Father. See you, Jesus, in every caller. Let the world see your word in every caller. Jesus, be glorified in every life, every representative on this line. Be glorified. Pour down your living water so that each caller grows and matures. We want to reach the height of glory. And, Father, let your rain fall on every caller. Hallelujah. Let your glory be revealed. Bless your people as only you can do in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we still every prayer prayed by your Holy Spirit of promise. And I declare no backlash, no retaliation in Jesus' name. I declare Matthew, excuse me, Isaiah. 54 and 17, Isaiah 54 and 17, no weapon 
formed against thee shall prosper. In every tongue that rises against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of the Lord. Father, we thank and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please open the lines for the saints to worship together. <laughs> 